For the 97th time, it's the very good afternoon, good evening, good morning. From Cape to Cairo, New Zealand, Abu Dhabi, Soweto, all corners, all potholes, all every place that you might be consuming and streaming this podcast. Welcome to Umjolo and Sex Podcast. Here speaking, definitely, it's still Lungi Simpela, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator, the most handsome guy in a cheese cop, Muhammad Ali's protege. Roll like a butterfly, definitely buzz more than a beehive. There's an extra buzz in me because these days we are podcast trotting. Everybody talks about global trotting. We are podcast trotting. And today I think we are in Khumi's very... F- favorite space uh, because once again uh, G-Spot has allowed us into the space we are doing some nice things and some nice content uh, you'll get to see all of those when you go to our website but uh, yeah that's not about that today but I still host the show once again with the ever beautiful ever shining ever glowing too many adjectives so little time she's still the lady of the house and Lungulus. who's Khumi hi Hi, Emily. How are you? Uh, you should be better than I am because we are in your favorite space. I am in the most wonderful place on earth. Yeah, yeah, guys. We are at the G Spot. Shout out to G Spot. They're hosting us. And once again, uh, the toys here are just to die for. If you ever find yourself in Soweto, not far from Baraguanath, you don't need to be sick to come here. Mm-hmm. You just need to have a very cool, healthy. Um, overview in terms of sex and sexuality but definitely we also look forward to you interacting with us on our social media platforms where you can be highly highly engaging with us we decided to do a little switch today so normally this part of the show Khumi then does the intro of the conversation uh, so today I'm stepping into her shoes a bit uh, so yeah have you ever gotten to an ATM you punch the code you punch the amount of money, and then there's no money that comes out of the ATM. Funny enough, that's what happened to, to Humi when she sent me cash earlier on. So he had sent everything, everything was correct, punched everything. The bank said to me it was processing my money, and it didn't. And yes, I was told then that that particular ATM was not working. But the analogy that I'm using today, we're speaking about something that is very similar to that. So we're speaking about anogasmas, anogasmia. Uh, which is an infre- or somebody who suffers or doesn't have frequent orgasms. Um, so that is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about people who struggle to have orgasms, what causes anorgasmia, what is this phenomenon, and can it be cured? You know, Is it an illness or is it a dysfunction, like erectile dysfunction? We're going to have all those particular conversations with us. Thankfully... Um, a big shout out to one of the other people that we have also sort of formed a good relationship to, relationship with ooh, English, um, is Contro. We've had a conversation with their CEO Alex um, earlier, a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we we today we have uh, one of the amazing doctors um, who is going to be on the studio with us. I don't want to get her name wrong. Um, I don't. I want. I've, I've been rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing, I but know. I know you're probably gonna get it right because it's otherwise. Doctor Bouton, like you said earlier, Louis Bouton. <laughs> Doctor Bouton. Bouton. Okay. Yes. Uh, think, think Louis Bouton, but yeah, with the M. So yes. Bouton. Bouton. Yes. We call him Bouton. 
Welcome, Doctor, to Jordan's X Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Are you having a good Friday? Yes, yes. Good Friday so far. Friday's always good. Oh, it's fantastic, Doc. Fantastic. Doctor, when we're talking about anorgasmia, what are we talking about? So, basically, anorgasmia falls on a little bit of a spectrum. So, you can't really say that one person is anorgasmic and another is not because it falls a little bit on a spectrum. So, for some people, it's that they have delayed orgasms. For other people, it's that they don't have any orgasms at all. Um, Or for other people, it's just that they have an infrequency of um, their orgasms. But all of these things tend to cause, to some degree, personal distress for, for the patient. Okay. I see. I see. Um, do do we you, you speak you speak about you speak about a a, a, a spectrum? Um, do we do we know what causes it? Uh, because I read somewhere there's, there's quite a few things that might cause it. I, I think you highlighted stress. I'm not sure if stress is one of the contributing factors. Yes, yes, it absolutely is. Um, so with regards to anorgasmia, you kind of get. There's different kinds. So you get something called primary anorgasmia, which is a person that's never had orgasms in their entire life. Sure. Um, then you get someone who's secondary anorgasmia. That's just basically someone who has difficulty reaching an orgasm, even though they've had one before in their life. And then you also have people who have situational orgasms which is when they're put in certain situations, they are unable to have an orgasm. So that can be, for example, someone who can only have an orgasm during oral sex, but with penetrative sex, they can't have an orgasm. Mm, I see. I see. This um, is by far most, the most common. Um, yeah, and then your last one that you kind of look at on the spectrum is someone just who has general anorgasmia. They, they can have it with themselves, but they can't have it in any other situation so you kind of yeah you kind of have to look at the the type of on anorgasmia to kind of lead you a little bit into what could possibly be causing it i see um doctor we have over the years Hmm. we've had about how women have a hard time or they struggle with reaching an orgasm but but we never hear about men and their struggles with reaching an orgasm. So how prevalent is it? Is it more on the women's side? According to statistics, is it more on the women's side? Is it more on the men's side? What is it looking at? So I, so I think your, 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 your like question is correct. I mean, is our, is our statistics wrong with regards to male prevalence? Because... Is it like a pride thing? Is it that they don't report it? Mm-hmm. Is it that, that women tend to report it more often? Because when one looks at the statistics, um, generally, again, you can't, you can't say it's one statistic fits all. Because it's on a spectrum, there's kind of variable statistics, but usually females suffer from it far more than males. Um, in one of the studies, they found that some females have a range of 11 to 41 percent, depending on obviously situation, partner, um, you know what what their particular like conditions are. Whereas 
when we look at men, in the same study, it's only reported to be 3 to 4%. I see. I so, there's wow. a huge discrepancy. Yeah. So, are there, are there, are there any treatments to, the, to this Yes, to this absolutely. Is there, is there a treatment? Yes. How do people sort it out? Like, what can be done? So, obviously, you... Yeah, so obviously you have to look at the cause of it. So there are hundreds of causes, but if you if you just look at a few of the things that are very common, um, there are medical conditions that can cause it. Um, something if you have a low thyroid, if you have low testosterone, and both males and females can actually have low testosterone. That one, lack of testosterone leads a little bit into erectile dysfunction in men, which, which also is a contributing factor. Um, wow. Things like if they've ever had previous genital or urogenital surgery. So, yeah. for example, a female who's had a hysterectomy where she's had her, her womb removed or for a man oh. who has prostate problems. Oh. So... Any, any kind of trauma to that area can actually increase it as well. Wow. Um, then, yeah, obviously we, we also have to look at things of what, what can cause like a decrease in sensation. Yeah. So that can either be previous trauma to the area, that being, unfortunately, some cultural practices actually do um, genital mutilation. So that can also definitely contribute. Um, and then, just in general, you get you get huge things that are psychological. That is one of the main ones is the psychological burden. I so, see. you know, it's it's a difficult one to explore because often in in cultures or in society, sex has become so taboo taboo to talk about. Yes, people don't talk about it enough or at all. Which, and, and I can imagine you know, it's very that. Sad. And I can imagine that um, psychology plays a major part in this condition, if you can call it that. Most definitely. I think if, if one does find a medical cause, obviously it's, it's linked a little bit to psychology as well. So, you know, you, you can't just treat the medical cause and expect the person to be fine. You know, if you treat the medical cause and you've optimized that condition, yes, absolutely. Then you've then you've then you've managed the medically. But you know, mm-hmm. modern modern medicine tends to look at people from a very much a disease based perspective, where you you know you treat the disease and that's 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 mm-hmm. it. Whereas you know you need to kind of look at the person more holistically because. What what problems has this disease or condition caused on their psyche? You need to you need yeah. to address that because yeah. ultimately that that's the important part. I see, I see. Um, Doc, finally, two questions. One: Are there are there signs of anorgasmia? What are some of the things that we might pick up? That I mean, you spoke about you spoke about you, you spoke about at uh, the initial, the secondaries, and all of those things. What are some of some of the the, the, the quick uh, pickup signs that we might be able to pick up that there is some, a, a, a touch of anorgasmia? The signs and symptoms. Symptoms, yeah. and then I think um, also secondly and most importantly, if if not discussed, if not uh, if there's no prognosis that is done, how can anorgasmia f- affect any relationship? Yes, 
Okay, so again, I think with regards to signs and symptoms, it's very individual based. There's, there's, there's obviously always a clinical definition of you're not having an orgasm or, you know, your, your perception of your orgasm is less. So it's, it's a little bit difficult to mm. say exact signs and symptoms because it will differ from one person to the next. I see. For, for some men, if they, if they've, uh, over masturbated and they've lost sensation, then, you know, they might not be able to have an orgasm with penetrative sex, but they might still be able to have an orgasm masturbating. So it falls a little bit on a spectrum, and that's why treatment for it is so important. People just never feel like there's, there's no treatment out there because once you, once you identify if there's any medical cause, there are things like Viagra or Cialis, which are incredibly important erectile dysfunction drugs, but actually have been found, um, especially Viagra, been very useful in women with anorgasmia. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. Another interesting thing yeah. that's more towards the aesthetic side of medicine is um, whether they actually inject platelets into either the penis or the um into the clitoris area, and it actually increases the sensation. I so see. Oh, yes. That's something like platelet-rich plasma. Um, they're actually currently busy with studies to see if they can inject filler into that area, and if actually plumping up, up the area and making, for example, the clitoris more accessible, if that will increase the female's rate of orgasm. Sure. And how does it affect a relationship, Doc, if we don't, if not spoken to or dealt with? Honestly, I, I think ultimately negatively because if you don't have the confidence to speak to your partner, and that's a huge problem, is you need to be able to openly and freely speak to your partner about these things. If you know, if you're not satisfied in the relationship, or what what can your partner do differently to help you, or what can you guys try to to assist each other? Ultimately, you know, if you if you don't address these things, they are going to become major issues in the relationship. I fully agree. I fully, fully agree. In fascinating conversation again, Doc. Uh, I think, I suppose, maybe we need to consistently maybe check with you and check how medically, where are we in terms of the advancements of some of these uh, surgeries and some of these um, studies that are showing that the more and more we inject some of these things, we're able to assist. And ultimately, all we want you to do is to really have a pleasant and, and enjoy our sexual experience. Correct, Doc? Absolutely. I think it's, it's such a vital part of being a human being um, that it should never be overlooked by anyone. I tell you what, Doc, we're never going to overlook your insights, ever. Big thank you to you. Big thank you for your amazing, amazing insights once again. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Cheers, Doc. Thank you, Doc. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Fascinating conversation, Khumi, And I think we... I, I, I always say, like, every time we have these conversations and every time we put these program notes on... It's it's we we too learn right so I always tell people the assumption is people think that we just curate and we 
we then we like we the uh, know it all. Yeah, and we know everything. We, you yeah. understand? It's it's amazing that we also found out there are so many developments that are happening, and we are listening and learning with you. Listen, what is, what, what is it called again? Anogasmia. Anogasmia. Yes. That is a mouthful. I know. Hunch, hunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I know about this condition. Mm. I know that there are people who have sex, but they don't reach orgasm. Mm-hmm. I know about it. But I didn't know there was a name to it. I didn't know that there was a whole study around it. You know, obviously, it's not only just a physical thing; it's it's, it's also metaphysical. Yeah, like she explained, she's, it's also mental. Yeah. You know, if you're not, and especially for women, and which is why I asked her earlier about how pre- it's prevalent. How prevalent is it in men? Because we assume if men ejaculate, that means you know. And there's a difference, by the way, right? But also for some men. It takes longer than most mm-hmm. to reach orgasm or ejaculate, you know. And because, you know, there are a lot of factors that play into it. Yeah. It's not as easy as Ulokelasilo <sighs> and then. Onaliflu, take this and. Ulokelasilo, Waruta. No, there's, 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 there's a lot. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mental exercise for both men and, and women. women. And that is why I asked at the end, sorry, Oskhomi, I asked at the end, how does it affect the relationship? And I'm glad she speaks about everything that we always continue to speak about. We speak about, we've spoken about sizes, and everybody has a lot to say about that. Everybody has a lot to say about their favorite sex position. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the nicer part of things. Everybody has nice things to say. When we start, when, when things, start, this is a very technical conversation. Mm. So when things start getting technical now when it comes to the bedroom, now everybody now does not have something to say. And I'm glad we're having this conversation because there's this misconception that if you are gifted in terms of size, mm. whether it's the length, whether it's the growth, if you are gifted, that means there's going to be maximum sexual pleasure. But that's not always the case. We heard it from the yes. doctor. You might be gifted, but it might take you longer for you to reach orgasm. And it might also not be satisfactory, as you were saying. Exactly. But also, on the flip side, you might not be as gifted. You might have, like... The average size. Excuse me. Okay. You might have pensele nyana, but you will reach maximum... You will achieve Max. or maintain or achieve maximum pleasure. Exactly. Because you know how to use it. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. From, from this, having had this conversation, I'm, I'm now realizing, and this is something that I've always known, but now it's just now being put into words that it, it is a condition. Yeah, it is. Um, and I think for me, as we conclude, the most important thing is study person right yes, study study oh study God, we, so important. It, it's know your person um, it's important you know we, we and know the needs yes. and wants and what 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 pleases them and because because it speaks to she spoke about it at, 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 at towards the end some people will reach an orgasm 
through oral sex. Yeah, yeah. And never through penetrative. And exactly. and I think we've spoken to Dr. Zend at length about the ratio of penetrative sex versus other aspects of sex. Yes. Um, yes. And I think we it's high time that we need to hammer this thing. Know your partner. Understand. And you see... Because you need to look. What do they like? Yeah, or what, yeah. You always say, how, yeah. when you touch them, oh, so they like it when you touch here. Or so they don't like it when you touch there. So it's that, those things then you're able to then pick up if there is something wrong all of a yeah. sudden. And we should be able to talk about it freely. Listen, in, in life, I want a formula. Like Thank life, I a formula. Life, I a user manual. So you cannot, and, and the same applies to relationships. So... What worked for... In your previous? Kidiboni will not work for Romy. Thank you. You know, Kidiboni might have liked this and that, but Romy's not going to like it. And it's so okay. So you have to get to know Romy, and you have to get to know what she likes mm -hmm. and please her in order for her to have maximum pleasure, which is reaching an orgasm. orgasm. But also, Linna... Vice versa. As, as your partner, I must also learn what pleases you because what pleases you might not be what pleased my ex-boyfriend exactly you know see paul liked this and that but you don't like it you know so and it's has, okay so, uh, uh, exactly and i support what you're saying when you say worry um you have to get to know your partner absolutely you know get to know what they like and what they don't like so that you can please them so that the both of you because sex is not a one-way for those of you who don't know, N1 one year routing limpopo, one way, yeah, yeah, that way, yeah, lofi, another comes daily. back. It's a my south. Can't be like that. So it's 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 both ways. It's both ways. It must. We have to please each other. It's it's not about the individual. Exactly. But is it? It's about us as. As individual, yes, it's about the individual, but it's about us as the individual coming together to get maximum pleasure. I like it. Coming together, yes. pun intended. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. please, guys, please. And I hope you took some of, this is a great nuance that we that were here, that the doctor shared with us. And share it on our social media platforms where you highly engage with us, guys, and speak freely about these things. Um, you're not weird. And these conversations are there to help you. In our social media platforms, where can people interact with us? Oh, we are still on Facebook. Yay, boo. You can find us, Daily Sun. Uh -huh. Or you can find us on www.dailysun.co.za. We've got such an amazing website. Yep. Uh, you guys, it's so interactive. It's so exciting. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, guys, you, like, have, to you have to check it out. You have click, to check click, it out. Yeah, I mean, we've got a, we've got a sub, su subscribe, sign in. Sign in, man, and you will be able to comment. Yes. So be able to hear from you. What do you like? What don't you like about our conversations? What can we improve? What can we improve on? And also, most importantly, what are some of the other conversations that you want us yes. to have? You can only do that if you subscribe, you yeah. know, and click there. We've got also a very lovely newsletter as well that you can also be interactive with, yeah. where you can get some of our amazing, some of our top stories, some of our top content as well. You can get to check that out also on our newsletter. But once again, if you honestly, we. we <laughs> Oh my gosh, we'd love to hear from you guys. We do, right? Like we'd love um, to hear from the, you guys. Facebook, we, uh, I always we, enjoy we, it. We, we, we 
want input. Yes, we do. We want input. Whether it's negative or positive, we, take we want it. input. We just want to hear from you guys. We what do you guys we, think? We take, we take all of... In terms of, of the podcast, in terms of just relationships in general. Yeah, you know, and, let's have, and I suppose one of these good days, maybe we're going to have like that open panel where we just invite oh, people. Oh, we're going to have that. You know, and oh, then... it's coming. Yes, then we have people. And then we talk about, you know... Then we have, yeah, but, so, so we're going we, 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 yeah. we, 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 to definitely look into that. Once again, everybody, we are like literally now around the corner now in terms of 100 episodes. Uh, we are celebrating. We are in here everywhere. But all of those things would never be anything if you're not part of it, if you're not listening Absolutely. to these. Um, Rumi was tongue-tied when I was telling her about 100,000, so she thought downloads. I'm like, no, 100,000 listens. I was like, what? Because it's such a huge number. You know, um, I had to wrap my head around it because <laughs> it's such a huge number. So, so, like, so, so there's a lot of people across the globe that listen to us yeah. that value what we want to say, you know, and, and we have... It's so amazing that people are actually taking time out to listen to what we have to say. And half the time, I am ranting. And I'm sounding judgmental. And I know, guys, it sounds like I'm judging y'all, but I'm not. It's I'm love. not. Trust me. It's love. I'm the biggest sinner you'll yep. ever find. I mean, like, yes. instance right now, we are in a an adult store that sells. Adult things. That adult things. And by adult things, we mean. Highly, highly toys. X-rated. Highly. And I am in my element, you know. So I don't judge. You know what I mean? And I spew these things every other week. And you love them. On this podcast. And I sometimes feel like people think maybe I am uptight, I'm prudy, you know, I'm judgmental. And I'm not judgmental. Yeah, sometimes I rant and might sound like I'm judgmental. But it comes from a good place. But guys, I'm not judging you because... I too. I too. Because (laughs) I'm also a sinner. Yes. So I do not judge. Yes, we don't judge on this platform. We but love y'all and we want to hear from you. And yes. we want your feedback. Definitely, definitely. But once again, a big thank you to our doctor. Um, we, we, we look forward to... Mouton. Mouton. I'm saying that Mouton because it sounds mm. like... Louis Vuitton. Lou, no, Louis Vuitton. My favorite kind of shoe. Ooh, way. I, lo- I love the Kate Spade um, heels. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, if if you hear her dropping signals now, her birthday <laughs> is coming very soon. Yes. So she's dropping them. Yes. She's dropping. She's I'm dropping. Hinting, hinting, she's I'm hinting. hinting. I'm um, yeah. I'm a size four, by the way. Gee, whiskers. Yes, guys. Um, her birthday month is just. It's here actually. It's here, and we're gonna celebrate it up until we get to it. But once again, a big thank you to everybody who's listened. A big thank you to G Spot for having us. And yeah, if you see me, if you see her, but if you see me. I'm still Mlung Simpada, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator, the most handsome guy in a cheese cop, Muhammad Ali's protege. I roll like a butterfly and I buzz more than a beehive. <laughs> I'm still Romisiavi and still without a cool outro. It is love and light, everybody. Oh my gosh, be kind to one another. Guys, always. Yeah. Shop, shop. <laughs>